when you're getting ready to prepare for this bar exam, you need to make sure that you set a schedule and make this like a job. It is going to take you probably 50 or 60 hours a week dedicated to studying and taking practice tests and practice questions for this bar exam. That is going to be the biggest exam you ever take in your life. And if you stay till the end of the video, you'll see exactly what it was like for me. I'm going to go through my experience, my unique experience on how I studied for and prepared for the Florida bar and all the life changes that were going on at the time. So if you like these videos, please hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to our page, share it with your friends that are also taking the bar exam so they can get the pointers from a law partner right now, what I did to pass the bar exam the first time. Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of the Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Welcome back to another episode of the Lawyer You Know. And today we're going to give our pointers from a law partner about the bar exam and the prep process. Less than 10 years ago, I was graduating from law school and preparing to take the Florida bar. A lot of you may be in that position now, or it may be coming soon for you. And I'm going to start out by saying this was the worst part about law school. The hardest, the most work, and the most stressful part about law school, I always say, is the preparation for the bar exam. So most law schools, the way they're set up between graduation and taking the bar is about two months to prepare for this exam that stands in the way of you being a practicing lawyer in the state of your choice where you are taking this bar exam. So today I'm going to give some overarching tips. I'm going to give some specific pointers. And then I'm also going to tell you exactly what I did for my bar preparation. So to start out, some overview, right? And just some overarching rules you need to set for yourself. When you're getting ready to prepare for this bar exam, you need to make sure that you set a schedule and make this like a job. It is going to take you probably 50 or 60 hours a week dedicated to studying and taking practice tests and practice questions for this bar exam. That is going to be the biggest exam you ever take in your life. That's just the point. It's the biggest, most important exam you'll ever take if you're a lawyer and that's your end goal. This is it. So make sure you set that schedule. And one of the important factors to setting that schedule is letting all your friends and family members know You're not going to be around for some of the events this summer. You're not going to be at some of little Johnny's birthday parties. You're not going to go out with your friends like you used to. You're not going to be as social over the next two months. And that's okay. It's just two months of your life, right? It's okay. But you need to mentally prepare for that and prepare those around you. If you've got a mom that wants you at every birthday party or every Sunday dinner, tell her, I may not be able to make it some weeks because I'm going to be taking a practice test. I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be watching lectures, whatever it may be. So prepare the people around you. Make sure you build a strict schedule. You put in the study time, you put in your sleep time. That's so important. Make sure you get enough sleep. Schedule in sleep because you need it. Next, build in some time for exercise. That'll help you get away, whether it's going to the gym, going to some workout class, going for a walk or a run or playing some sport like basketball or golf, you know, racquetball, whatever it may be, tennis, whatever you like to do, build in some physical exercise. It'll get you out of the study room. It'll keep you from sticking to your chair or your couch and just wedging in and becoming one while you're putting in all these hours studying. Sleep, exercise, very important to build into your schedule. Every minute should not be spent studying. If you feel like you're studying every minute of every day, you're doing something wrong and you've screwed up your schedule. Last, in addition to sleep and exercise, you need to make sure you are eating. It's going to say healthy, but you just need to make sure you're eating. So many people study, 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 and they forget to eat. If you don't eat and you don't sleep, you become a monster and monsters don't pass the bar exam. 
on second thought, maybe they do, depending on what a lot of people think of lawyers. But seriously, make sure you're eating, make sure you're sleeping, make sure you're getting exercise so that you can be a well-rounded individual. You can be healthy during that time. You can be in peak performance shape to make sure the hours you do spend studying are productive and you're getting the most out of them, that you're preparing yourself to peak and be successful when you take this bar exam. When you go in to take the bar, when you travel to take this bar exam, wherever it may be, you wanna be at peak performance. You wanna be focused and you wanna be confident. Those are three of the things you need going in to take this bar exam. No matter what your study habits are, no matter what your schedule is, make sure that's the feeling you're getting coming down to the bar exam. A lot of people won't have that feeling and it's because they're pulling all-nighters, they're starting too late, they're cramming all this studying into three weeks instead of two months, they're working throughout the entire summer. Whatever it may be, there's tons of mistakes people make when preparing for the bar so many that I can make a totally separate video doing that. Today, I'm gonna to focus on my specific pointers. What I did to pass the bar exam the first time, get a job as a lawyer and become a partner in less than 10 years. So here we go. Let's talk about what is specifically needed and what tips I have for preparing for the bar exam. So the first decision most people have to make is, should I take a prep course? Should I pay one of these companies to help me prepare for the bar exam? My answer to that is absolutely yes. When I was taking the bar exam, Barbary and Kaplan were the two big ones. They were pretty similar. I'm sure there's more out there now. I think it's worth it to pay one of these companies to help you pass the most important test you're ever going to take. You've already paid all this money in law school. You've already spent all this time. You've already put in all these resources. This is just the last bullet you have to bite to make sure you become a lawyer and can make money to pay for those student loans and pay all the debts off that you have. This is worth spending the money on. So once you choose which one you have, they're pretty similar in the format. So you're going to have to watch or listen to lectures either in person or online. You're going to have to read paragraph, form, pages in some instances, outlines in other. All these books have long outlines that you can read through. They go down the elements, they go down facts, they teach you things very methodically and they're actually very helpful and beneficial. And even though they are outlines, don't let that fool you, some of them are very, very long. So you're gonna have a lot of reading to do whichever course you take. And then you're gonna have practice questions which are just chunks of multiple choice or essay questions after each subject matter. If you have a lecture, you may have some questions. If you have some reading, it may be followed by some questions. And then lastly, the big one, some practice exams. Sometimes they are half exams, which are either half a day or one day. And sometimes there are full bar exams that you can practice, meaning the full two day period of time taking an actual bar exam for practice. That's the structure that they set up. But let's break it down one by one. So first, let's talk about lectures. Make sure you are not distracted. You block out anything else that's going on. You can eat while you're watching the lectures. I hear some people saying, don't eat, make separate time to eat. I ate lunch while I was studying. I ate breakfast and dinner while I wasn't studying, but I ate lunch every day basically while I was studying and while I was watching a lecture. I made sure there was no other distractions going on. Everybody knew I was watching a lecture from this time to this time, so please do not bother me. So make sure you are absolutely focused on the lectures and make sure you listen to, watch, or go to, if they're in person, every single one. You're gonna hear me say this a lot. Some of these courses, especially Barbary, has the Barbary promise, where if you do every single lecture, every single question, every single exam, and you fail the bar, they'll let you do it again for free and you don't have to pay for it the second time. Nobody wants to take the bar exam a second time, I can't think of anything worse, unless I had to pay again to get all these Barbary questions that I already paid for, that would make it worse. So if you do every single lecture in this period of time, you make sure you stick into that Barbary promise just in case worst case scenario is you fail, at least you don't have to pay for it again. Next is the reading. 
And again, just because these are outlines doesn't mean they're short. Sometimes they're actually really long. I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing shorter outlines for every single one of these long outlines, but what I did and what I would recommend is any of the parts you feel like you didn't understand or don't still understand to this day, you struggled with in law school, or maybe you didn't even take that class because as some people know, if you're taking the bar exam, some people may not know this, you don't take a class on every single subject and every single question you could potentially take in the bar exam. For instance, my property professor only got through property one through two semesters, so I didn't learn anything about property two and graduated from law school. So this was my first experience to some property topics and some property themes and some property concepts was the Barbary lecture course and outlines that I was reading. So I did extra short outlines for there because when you actually write it down and it goes through your brain and comes back out your pen or your pencil or your keyboard, it helps you learn subjects or concepts that you might not have known before. So definitely take ones that you didn't feel like you learned in law school or you felt like you really struggled with, Take those outlines, make separate, smaller outlines. Barbary also had short outlines. So there were the long outlines, then they also had shorter, more abbreviated outlines that you could use when studying for the practice tests, which is what I did. But as far as the reading goes, read every single page, every single outline, do everything you possibly can do to keep that Barbary promise alive. Number three, practice questions. The way I did the practice questions was I would study the outlines, usually the shorter ones, or the ones I made myself, and then I would put everything away and take these practice questions. Sometimes I would time it, sometimes I wouldn't. In the beginning, I really didn't time it because I was trying to get used to how the questions were worded, how the answers were done. And after you take these questions, make sure you go through every single one. Don't just mark whether you got it right or wrong, but read through the explanation. Because sometimes even if you get the right answer, you didn't get it for the right reason, or you were just guessing and you guessed right. You should read that and understand what it is about that question that confused you or why you got it right or why you got it wrong is just as important as actually getting it right or wrong. This is so important in the bar process because unlike a lot of practice programs of, you know, I'm going to practice for this test or I'm going to practice for this or that, the bar prep actually pulls real questions from previous bar exams and puts them into these Barbary or Kaplan books. So when you're taking these practice questions, a lot of them have been seen on other bar exams. So that's really important and that's really helpful. And some of them were even recycled and could end up on yours, right? And here's a fun fact and a tidbit I'm just going to put in there. So my dad was actually featured in a bar exam question. He was actually featured. That's how you know you're a big shot, right? It's one of those things. You know you're a big shot when, and for lawyers, since we're nerds, it's when you're mentioned and actually referenced in a real bar exam question. When I saw this question, I screenshotted it, sent it to my dad. It was funny. We all had a laugh about it. Actually, I'm going to go one step further. Instead of just showing you the question, I'm going to show you my actual Facebook post while I was in the heat of studying for the Florida Bar, July 6, 2013. This was my post. A bar prep question based on my dad as an AUSA, which is an assistant U.S. attorney. Ha ha ha. He told me this existed, but I didn't believe it. And here is the actual bar prep question, which was based on my dad, some of the other guys he worked with at the United States Attorney's Office, including the United States Attorney, which went by the nickname Mad Dog. His name was Bob Merkel or Bob Mad Dog Merkel. And here's a question based on a lot of the U.S. attorneys and assistant U.S. attorneys, which is hilarious, obviously not based on a real case, but let's hear it. Number 84, Mad Dog Merkel went on a criminal rampage. Mad Dog's partner in crime, little Lee Atkinson, also a real lawyer, joined in the spree and brought with him for added support, Larry Heatless and Georgie Porgy Trackhouse, aka George Tragos, my dad. After the four men pillaged the office of the United States Attorney, state police apprehended all four of the criminal lowlifes. The defendants may be joined in the same indictment or information if 
colon, and then the answers follow. So this is actually my dad in a real bar prep question, which is pretty crazy. And you know you've made it when you're in a bar prep question. So this was fun. This was an awesome memory to go back scrolling through my Facebook. And it's pretty cool though. I mean, these bar exam questions are based on real life situations sometimes. They're based on real life lawyers where they just change the names a little bit, but they are definitely based on real life bar exam questions. And that's so helpful and so important to know that every practice question you take could be on your bar and was on a previous bar. Lastly, and what I'm gonna say is most importantly, the practice exams. Like I said, sometimes they have half exams, sometimes they have full exams. In any situation when you take a practice exam, make sure it is a real simulated bar exam. And there's a bunch of different ways to do that. Make sure you put all your notes, all your outlines, all your books away. Because when you're sitting there taking the bar, it ain't open book. So there's no reason to practice like that. You wanna practice like you play. You wanna practice, 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 because practice makes perfect. So if you're practicing the wrong way, it's not gonna be perfect. So you put all those books away. You make sure you set that timer, right? You wanna make sure you're under the pressure and stress of finishing these questions in time because that does a lot of things, right? It gets you ready for the pressure, gets you ready for the stress, but also lets you know, are you finishing in time? Are you answering these questions quickly enough or are you too slow? Is that something you need to work on? That's actually a skill, answering questions quickly. That's something you can practice. That's something you can get better than. Or conversely, if you're really good at answering quickly, then you can say, I can take my time. I don't need to speed through this. I have 20 minutes at the end of each section. That's a waste of time. That's not helpful. So let me take more time. Maybe take a five minute break in the middle if I need to just take a mental break or go to the bathroom, whatever it may be. You can learn how you take this test timing wise. So make sure you time every practice test you're doing. You can take them alone in a quiet room to make sure there are no distractions. But what I also did, which I thought was really helpful, I got a couple friends together and we took the practice exam together to hold each other accountable, make sure it was all closed book, make sure it was all timed, make sure if we went to the bathroom, we didn't stop the timer. Don't do that because you're not going to be able to do that when you're taking the real bar exam. You go to the bathroom, the timer's still running. So when you do that in your practice test, keep the timer running. Just let it roll, let it ride and keep answering the questions as you can. Okay. So if you take it with other people, you're competing against them. You're feeling their stress. You're seeing who's going to do better on the bar exam. If you say half of us in the room pass, half of us fail, you want to be in that top half of that room. Set up that stress, set up that pressure. You can create an environment that's as close to the bar as possible. Everybody sit at one table, sit so your elbows hit each other. If you move them too far, maybe different in a post-COVID world. But when I took them, I could hit the elbow and the person sharing a table with me and the person across the way, I could have given them a high five. So there we were all close together, feeling each other's stress, feeling each other's pressure. If you can simulate that, do it when you're taking these practice exams. And with the practice questions and practice exams, do every single one. Keep that Barbary promise or whatever course you take to make sure that you can get it paid for if you have to take it a second time. So those are the general pointers for each section that you go through when preparing for the bar with a prep course, which I would advise. I don't know any other way to do it. You can buy outlines or books on eBay and try to do it yourself. You can try to talk to other people that have done it before. There are probably great resources on YouTube where other lawyers or prep people have gone on here and gone through the lectures and gone through the prep themselves. That's fine. I would rather do it the age old way. Call me conservative or call me old fashioned. I want to do it the tried and true way. It's a money-making venture for these places. I get it. But tons and tons of lawyers have passed the bar exam by using these bar prep courses. They are fine-tuned. They are specific for this. They do nothing else but these type of prep courses. So that's why I would advise taking the bar prep course. All right, now let's get to my specific and unique situation and experience preparing for and studying for the Florida bar. 
Me and my wife got married after undergrad and before law school. So I was married through law school, which I think was helpful. On May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, 2013, I graduated from Florida State. But on May 16th, everything changed. Sleep habits changed, hobbies changed, fun changed, everything changed in my house because we had our first child. My daughter was born May 16th, 2013, and our lives were turned upside down and nothing was the same, all while I know I'm about to start preparing for the bar exam. But that wasn't it. Between May 16th and June 1st, we bought our first house, moved back home to the Tampa Bay area from Tallahassee, started my new job at my dad's law firm as a law clerk who was going to be a lawyer there, all between May 16th and June 1st. Once June 1st hit, I was in my new house with my new baby, starting my new job. And I had approximately the end of July is when the bar exam was in Florida. So I had approximately two months now to prepare for this bar exam. Now, a big question we get all the time is, should you work while you're preparing for the bar exam? Some people don't have a choice and that answer has to be yes. Some people get their jobs right after law school before they take the bar. And a big part of whether they keep that job is passing the bar, which is why so much pressure's on it. So many people don't realize that when you start working that job right after law school, they expect you to pass that bar, start being able to bill and get new clients right when those passage results come out. From my perspective, I talked to Pete and my dad before I started working here. And I said, here's what I think would be the best setup for me. They obviously wanted me to pass the bar exam. They were looking out for me, which I think any firm should for any new lawyer or law student or law clerk coming into your firm that you want to be there a long time. They should try to set up a schedule that's most beneficial and going to set that law clerk up for success when studying for and taking the bar. So the way that I did it and the schedule that I did, which I think worked out perfectly and I would recommend, I'll go through some pros and cons here, was I worked for the first month while I was studying and I took off completely the second month and it was 100% bar prep. Now, the pros of doing that and being in an actual real law office with real lawyers, studying real cases and dealing with the real law is it actually helped me study. I was able to have a quiet place to study in the conference room, lawyers who had passed the bar exam on the first time to ask questions to, a quiet place to take practice exams, all these law books and resources at my fingertips if I wanted to dig any deeper than what the bar prep course was giving me. I had all of that at my fingertips working at a law office for this first month of my bar prep time. I actually thought it was really beneficial. Now the cons are less time focused on actual studying, less time with my family and friends to do things that I was already missing out on because of my bar prep, and it made my schedule even busier. So those are the cons, pros and cons of working. I would say if you are gonna work throughout the process, try to limit it and at least give yourself one month solid to do nothing but bar prep because there is that much information. There is that much studying to be done and the other people you're competing with are going to be hunkering down and doing that much studying. So you need to make sure you're doing the same, if not more, to make sure you're confident going into that bar exam. So let's talk about my study schedule and the bar prep course that I chose. In case you haven't noticed yet, I chose Barbary. I liked the Barbary promise. I had gotten other reviews from other law students that were years ahead of me that said they loved Barbary. So that's what I decided to take. And I was happy with my decision. I did every single outline, every single lecture, every single practice question and every single practice exam, okay? That included, Barbary had extra exams in that they didn't even factor into their schedule. So they factored in two or three total practice bar exam simulations. They had five or six exams in there. I did every single one. Every couple weeks I was taking a practice exam and I'll explain why in a little bit. So back to my actual schedule. 
I would wake up, and this is now the month that I was doing nothing but bar prep, because when I was working, I would wake up, go to work about, I worked about 30 hours a week. It wasn't 40 hours a week. I was working about 30 hours a week, studying about 30 hours a week, and sometimes it overlapped where I did do some studying while I was at the office. I would wake up, I'd go to work, I'd study. When I'd come home at night, I would study, right? I would study some on the weekends. That was the first month. But the second month when I could really hunker down and schedule in that studying, what I would do is I would wake up in the morning, I would eat breakfast and start watching lectures. Once the lectures were over, I would read all the outlines and I would take the practice questions for those specific lectures and outlines. And what's important when you do those study questions is you read why you got them right, why you got them wrong, so you can understand the process. Every time I took those questions, everything was closed book. It was quiet. I was by myself with no distractions. So it was like a simulated portion of the bar exam. I did that every single day. I watched lectures, read outlines, took questions every day. A day did not go by where I was not taking practice questions for the bar exam. So every day I'd wake up and it became so much easier and you gain so much confidence because then when you get to the big bar and you're practicing the big bar, the full blown simulation of the Florida bar, I hooked it up, right? It was quiet. It was stressful. It was timed. Every time I got up to go to the bathroom, the timer kept going. I made sure that I knew how much time I had left. And what what happened was I'm a fast test taker. I like taking tests. I think that was the most fun portion. The lectures and the reading was so boring. Some of the practice questions were so laborious, but I like when it's a full-blown practice test. I actually enjoyed it. And I got more and more confident as they went on, right? But I started to know that I didn't have to sprint to the bathroom. I didn't have to hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, and just try to answer every question. I knew I was having time left at the end of every section because I was answering questions, I guess, faster than the average person, right? I didn't rush through it. But you can also find out if you're a little slower and you know you're taking every second or not even having enough time to finish that last question, you're going to have to race to the bathroom. You may have to hold it near the end. You're going to have to do everything you can to make sure you answer every question. That's what's important about these practice tests. You gain information about how you do, right? Because you also grade the practice test. You see where you fall on the curve. Barbary will tell you that if you score this score on this practice test, that would have been a pass. If you score this score, that would have been a fail, right? They tell you that. That's great information for you to have. So you know, when I took the very first practice test, I was barely in the pass side. So I was freaking out. I'm thinking, am I going to pass this test or could this go either way? But they tell you, statistically speaking, if you pass the first time around, you are X amount percentage likely to pass the Florida bar at the end because we're going to do this a ton more times and you're going to build confidence and get better and better. So even if you're on the fail side of that first test, it doesn't matter. That's not an indication that you're going to fail as you go throughout this process. It's just an indication that you need to get better at the test taking portion. That could, that could be because you don't understand concepts or just because you have to practice taking this test, right? So I took every single test I could including when I was on vacation, we would go, we went on a a lawyer conference with my dad, FACDL, Florida Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers, some really nice Ritz Carlton somewhere. My dad would take us on those trips as kids. He took me and my family with him that year. And I rented out the main lecture conference room that they had there. I rented it out for an entire Saturday on the trip. Everybody else is at the pool or at the beach having fun. My daughter and my wife at the pool at the beach with my entire family. And I'm sitting in there grinding away taking this practice bar exam, but it was in a big conference room. I was by myself. It was quiet. It was timed. It felt like a real bar exam. I was surrounded by other lawyers in the building. I knew that, right? It just felt like a real bar exam. And every time I did it, I would have competitions with my friends. Like I said, we would all take it together, but it was always a real simulation of the bar exam. And that's so important because by the time I went in to take the bar, okay, this is another tip. 
I live in the Tampa area. It was at, it was in the bars taken in Florida in the Tampa area. I could have driven from my house, but I didn't. I got a hotel room so I would be away from my family, get a good night's sleep, but I was there by myself, clear head. It was a two minute walk over to the convention center. I went in, took the exam, went home back to that hotel, ate dinner, got another good night's sleep before I had to come back and do it all over again the next day. It's a stressful process, but I wanted to be isolated in a way in that hotel room without any distractions because I knew I'd want to play with my daughter. I knew I'd want to hang out with my wife if I was at home and I wouldn't be focused on this bar exam. But by the time that came, I was as confident and calm as I could possibly be. I knew I did every question. I knew if I failed, I was going to get it paid for again. I knew I took every opportunity to practice the best that I could to set myself up for success, to be at peak performance, make sure I was sleeping and eating right at the time of the bar exam, and really confident walking in to take that bar exam. And it was a stressful environment. I'm going to save all those. This video is already going long enough. I may do another video if you guys want me to on what my actual bar exam experience was like, what those two days were like, what I felt, what I saw around me, what what I was experiencing was pretty crazy to think about. I'll do another video on that. If it's something that you guys want, let me know in the comments. Now I tried to hit as many points as I could and answer as many questions that I could foresee coming when talking about preparing for the bar exam. But I know law students are crazy. They're stressed out. Their adrenaline's pumping. They have all sorts of questions. I'm sure I didn't hit. So make sure you leave them in the comment. I'll try to answer them in the comments, or you can find us on Instagram at Tragos Law is our handle. You can DM us on Instagram. Make sure you follow us there too. If you have specific questions, I'm happy to get some dialogue going with you. I'm happy to help you any way I can for free. This is why we did this. This is not a resource you have to pay for. I'm not selling my outlines or selling my experience or selling my advice on bar exams or law school. I want you to be successful. That's one of the reasons we started this channel was to pour into the younger lawyers, pour into the law students and prospective law students, even as young as high schoolers, come intern here, come shadow here, come be a law clerk here. And we want to pour into you guys so you can be the best lawyers you possibly can be. That includes bar prep. That includes the bar exam. So any way I can help you with that, let me know in the comments. Hopefully you guys enjoyed these pointers from a law partner. Hopefully you guys subscribe to our page and like this video. But for now, we're done and we'll be back next time. Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of the Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Along with my partners, Pete Sardis, the professor, who has a finance and business background, and George Tragos, my dad, and the conciliary, a criminal defense giant, we can answer any questions you have. 